Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Double the Trouble. I'm Chris. Fuck the police. <laughs> I'm Manny. Damn. My voice is kind of gone uh, today. Uh, I got really drunk this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I-, I guess since you're like, yeah, I'm going to be going Billy Saturday. Yeah, we, we went to Billy's cousin's uh, house this weekend and uh, I got really fucked up. <sighs> Somehow we we didn't even spend the night. We just came home. <laughs> so when I woke up Sunday, I was like, "Oh, my back hurts." <laughs> I fucking ate sleeping on the floor. If we would have slept over there, I would have slept on somebody's couch. And that might have fucked you up more, though. What sleeping on the couch? Yeah. Nah, fuck no. I would felt good. Uh, but yeah, dude, fucking, we got really fucked up. Uh. I was really fucking hungover Saturday because of how drunk we got Friday. Well, what do you mean? Uh, we killed the that bottle of whiskey. Uh, I drank a few beers. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. I completely forgot about that. And then I drank a few beers after that. I remember saying to you that after drinking that bottle, it's like, oh, fuck, that tastes like straight ethanol, bro. You're like, uh, <laughs> I got to go. I'm feeling it. But yeah, yeah fucking. Uh, so I woke up Saturday. I was really fucking hungover. I felt like shit. Dude. I fell asleep on my fridge. I fucking <laughs> felt like shit. Like to the point where, like, when I got to Billy's cousin's house, I was super fucking hungover still. My head fucking hurt. That bad? Yeah, dude. And Rob was like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Uh, geez, Rob, I don't fucking know. You fucking making me get up quick and do this shit quick and fucking take a shower quick and no smoking in between." I fucking wonder, because if I had time to smoke, this wouldn't be a fucking problem. But you're like, come on, we gotta go, we gotta go. Fucking everyone's there already. Everyone's there. I'm like, yeah, Rob, everyone's there that we don't know. I'm like, the people that we... That's what I don't get, though. You know you're going to go over to someone's house that you know for a fact you're going to get fucked up. Why shower? The fuck? That's not what that's... No. You yeah. still shower no matter where you go, especially oh, if it's fuck a fucking that. birthday party. Uh, but Bitch, the, you know the you shit, were gonna get drunk though. The shit that made me <laughs> mad. No, fuck no. The whole thing was, oh, we're gonna get fucking big. We're gonna do this. We're gonna go get high as fuck. And Rob got cold fucking feet the moment we walked in because everyone was there. Like all of his fucking family was there. I'm like, let's go smoke a fucking bowl. I'm not feeling good. No, dude, let's wait till Billy gets here. Let's wait. Like, why? They you have, know damn well Billy's going to come through with his own shit, too. And, and mind you, Billy already had gotten high as fuck in the car on his way down from fucking Victorville. <laughs> as a normal human would. But because we're in Rob's new fucking car, there's no such thing as hot boxing the son of a bitch. Well, he's, he's least. That's his fault. You know. That's his fault. But you know, he should take... A chance right now that he just got the fucking car? No, but he has leather seats. No, still, like, I understand if his lease is going to fucking well, expire. Well, what I meant was, okay, so what I mean is, is, like, if he knows he has a new car that he doesn't want to smoke in, why not take the time before we leave to smoke? Get baked before we leave, get in the car, get there. Because, dude, we literally got there at 4. 
We didn't spoke. Oh, what we the fuck? Did, did you even sleep? No. <laughs> we didn't spark the first blunt until maybe around 9 30, 10. What? Yeah. Oh, I was fucking heated. Rob, what the fuck? I was fucking bro. Oh, wait, no, I take that back. First blunt was like around eight. But because of fucking, it's already summer, it's still sunlight. He was I'm trying like, to wait for the sun to go down and shit. I'm like, I fucking hate you guys. They're like, well, it's because all the Theos and Theos are here. I'm like, well, let's go to the fucking front. And then they're like, oh, but the Trump supporters on front. Fuck that fool. Even better reason to smoke a blunt in front of that fucking fool. They call the cops to tell the cops, like, look, I'm on my property. I can smoke weed on my property. There's no children present. They're four grown adults. And two children. Fucking snowflakes. <laughs> well, if there's any fucking bigger snowflake in the world, it's a goddamn Trump supporter. But Supposedly it's the Democrats. No, it's fucking oh. Trump supporters. They get you, you say anything about Trumpitas or Trumpitas Jr. or fucking Trumpitas Jr. Jr.? I don't know his name. The, the Junior one, Jr. The one that's kind of... Uh, there's a new generation? No, no. What's it? Uh, fuck, I forgot his name. The Eric and something, isn't it? The, the one that's supposedly fucking uh, Baron. With oh. Baron Trump. That's his name? Yeah. What the, the, the fuck? The youngest one. Supposedly the one that uh, in that whole Time Traveler uh, Trump, Trump book. That that fucking uh, serial killer <laughs> looking one. He don't look like a serial killer. For the one, the one with the fucked up lip looks like a serial killer. He looks like he fucked many a hoe, regretted it, and then just killed them. Jack the Ripper. <laughs> or that fool fucking fucked many a prostit- many a fucking tranny prostitutes, and then regretted fucking a uh, uh, dude with uh, titties and a dick, and killed them. Get the best of both worlds. I mean, I I wouldn't fucking you know I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't uh, at least as long peg as them for being that type of person or you know actually I would peg them for that type of person. <laughs> Pegs. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, but it, it, still, it, that still. whole that whole thing like kind of fucked up my day, like because I was just like fuck, dude. This whole time Rob was rushing me. And this whole fucking time, Rob's sitting you there. You didn't like, shower bake? No, I didn't have fucking time. I didn't even have time to shit post and shit. What? Rob. This fool a was, man's got a shit post and shit, bro. This was all fucking posting on my shit. Hurry up and shower. And I'm like, fuck, dude, chill. <laughs> fucking, we don't even have to be there at this specific time. You just want to be there at that time. We didn't have to be there at fucking four. We could have been there at five or six. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, fuck. And what's funny is, too, like, e- even uh, Billy's cousins were kind of mad that, like, there was a bunch of kids and, like, other family. Because he was, like, straight up, like, this was supposed to be, like, a little get-together for, like, me, the cousins, and uh, obviously, uh, it was their brother's birthday. It was too. supposed to be a smoke party, basically. Yeah, pretty much everyone was supposed to get who, high. Who as the fuck, fuck invited people? Their dad. Smoke them all out. Fuck well, it. I mean, they're, no, their dad doesn't even give a shit. Their dad doesn't care that oh, they no, no, like no, their no, dad. Their dad's the, literally the stood family th- that oh, came over. Oh, fuck them too. Fucking, they're uh, probably over there too. Fucking fiending. Damn, I want fucking. Can Juan, we just leave? So Juan's we asshole mom coming over, talking shit to everybody, and then walking away. And we're just all looking at her like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Like, get get the pertenece the way. Like, it's, it's not affecting you, fool. You're not the one getting high. The fuck, fuck out of here. Well, fuck, are you 12? You got to go snitch on everybody? Wait, 
Is fucking that the same one that threw out fucking Juan's two thirty? Yeah. Oh, thirty-five dollars. Goddamn. Yeah, fucking lady, dude. Cartridges, man. It's like, bro, it's fucking legal. You use the fucking weed alcohol, but you fucking talk <laughs> shit about the weed smoking. Fuck out of here. She probably throw in that fucking argument. Oh, it's just the leaves, though. It's not the nugs. How do you know it's nugs? What? <laughs> I know, dude. Straight up, when I gave my Diaz fucking whole life, like I, I've given my Diaz Rams, like fucking pura rama de fucking mota, like fucking just big ass fucking dude. I told you already. The client, one of my clients, uh, he had we growing. We took him. Karen's dad's like fucking. You, you want some? We can take some. I'm like, where, where am I going to put them? I don't know. You can grow them somewhere. I'm like, all right. And now that I have plants. <laughs> and he's the one that, if I, like, literally every chance he gets to fucking down talk weed, he does. He complains about people. All, all these fucking marijuanos and shit. And it's like, what are you talking about? You still smoked weed once. So what's up? <laughs> My wife's mom fucking smoked weed. I smoke weed. My wife smoked weed. Of course, my brothers have smoked weed. I'm pretty sure Martini was fucking <laughs> slain. <laughs> Fuck. That's why he's all happy showing my plants to all our fucking uncles and shit. Ah, mira, mira. Está bien buena, mirala. No, this motherfucker. I didn't tell him he can go into my shed and look at my other little girl that I have going on. And uh, my uncle was there. And he started asking me if I want, like, seeds or plants and stuff. I'm like, I'd rather take seeds. I don't want to go over the legal limit and shit. Because I'm still cautious. What are you, a wiener? Dude, I got the 13 plants. Legal limit. That's why you put it in quotation marks. I'm just going to put quotation marks all around the plants. (laughs) Like, I'm literally going to print out quotation marks. Yeah. It's (laughs) weed. (laughs) No, don't even put that. Just put... Plants. I'm gonna put tomato on it. <laughs> yeah, fucking do what all the uh, all the hydroponic companies do. <laughs> yeah, this is how you grow your tomatoes. <laughs> Make sure that after they've germinated, transfer your tomatoes to the soil, and continue to use the hydrator until your clones are at a substantial height. Your tomato clones. And then transfer said tomato clones into a bigger vessel. No, dude, this is the shit, though. Martini fucking took my uncle into my shed and showed him my fucking clones. And I, I didn't know he did that until I said, oh, yeah, I got clones going on over there in the shed and stuff. He's like, yeah, I know. I showed them already. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? You know what surprised him? I told him, yeah, my clones are right there with your albaneros and shit. He's like, what? The albaneros are taking? I'm like, yeah. I wait. I wait. He's like, bitch, I'm growing fucking weed. What the fuck? Why are you surprised about fucking albaneros? So now I'm going to go and surprise them even more. Fucking grow some tomatillos. (laughs) Have all that shit going. 
But no, I I don't see why Rob was so hesitant. Um, I don't know, dude. I'm just like, you're an ass. For how much he smokes? Right. I'm just like, bro, like I, I told you from the beginning when I woke up, I'm fucking hungover. Give me a fucking second. The whole time, hurry up. Let's go. Hurry, hurry, hurry. I fucking hate that shit, dude. I fucking hate people that rush me into shit. And then you get to a said location and everything's chill. Like nothing's going off yet. Like nothing. Like everybody's barely getting there or people are already oh, situated yeah, and there's not shit going on. No lie. I've I've done uh party runs and shit with Karen. And I, I'm the one that's usually like, we're gonna be fucking late. We're gonna be fucking late. And I'm saying that since like four o'clock and we still don't leave till like nine thirty. I'm like, all right, we're on time. <laughs> But because her and the kids take fucking forever to get ready. There is no, oh, we'll just shower real quick and put stuff on. Karen gets super fucking dolled up. And I'm like, why? We're going to go see family. They've seen you when you were pregnant. Like, no combing of hair, nothing. I look the same all the fucking time. (laughs) The times you see me actually dressed up. Literally skinny jeans, black shirt, maybe a band tee, but my hair still fucked up. <laughs> I just call it a style choice. <laughs> ah, but yeah. Oh, so let's talk about that thing that we found out. About what? Uh, so we were watching a SNL skit. Oh yeah, Bill, so uh, hater. So hatter. I was uh, showing. Uh, <laughs> I was showing Chris the, the, the Bill Hader bit from uh, SNL. Hater. Yeah, Bill Hader. Hatter. Hader. I'm going to say Hader. Uh, so <laughs> Bill Hader, uh, it was uh, the one with Alan uh, where he's, like, he's supposed to be like the dancing uh, entertainment robot, whatever the fuck. The Alan. Yeah, the or Alan. According to that SNL sketch, it's from the Alan Corporation, but it's the Keith. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the Keith Allen. <laughs> why, why does he keep doing that? All he does is thumbs up. Oh, what well, you can it, program it's, him. It's a little more Alan. <laughs> so uh, I was showing him that played to like different songs and stuff. But like I showed him one from a fucking uh, Toronto uh, news broadcast. And for some reason or another, these assholes chose all the songs that are just a bunch of white people songs. So it's just all the Fleetwood Mac songs. <laughs> <laughs> but like he's dancing and shit and it fits. But I'm just like, fuck, dude, why does it fit so on this fucking simple bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's because white people move on every fourth. No, that's why. And I'm just like, oh, geez. Yeah. Th- thanks for fucking attacking me right now. My <laughs> choreography, you fucking bitch. <laughs> One, two, three, four, one, two, <laughs> kick, turn. <laughs> oh, but it was funny how you got mad. Cause you got mad. I'm like, yeah, it's just on the four beat. You're like, no, bitch, it's choreography. <laughs> you just gotta whiten it up, huh? <laughs> Yeah, you gotta whiten it up a little bit. You went for the fancy word too. Like if you're on Broadway and shit. <laughs> What the fuck? Choreography. Okay, then what else do you want to fucking call it? It's also ca- called a dance routine. 
That's simple as shit. Hey, didn't you just call me a simple bitch? <laughs> Fair game. But also, dance routine falls for uh, just dancing. Versus choreography can be anything. It can be movement of no, no. band personnel. Uh, no, in uh, marching marching bands. No, yes, you, because you said it's just. It can be the choreography. You said between anything, but when it comes to doing anything, that's called interpretive dance. <laughs> what do you mean interpretive dance? Interpretive no, dance interpretive does dance. not have any beat to that shit, yeah, dude. Exactly. There's that's no how white one, two, dance. three, four. It's one, six, eight, five, four. Well, when, what you just explained <laughs> is how white people dance. Nah, dude, they they move well, on we, that four well, beat. Ta- what we're talking about is that how, dubstep beat, well, the one forty beats per minute. That's how they dance. One, two. Well, three, I guarantee four, you, that's one, not American two. white people. Have you Watch ever, Coachella. <laughs> go to Coachella. Go to EDM. Remember that uh, in betweeners dancer video that I show you. Yeah, they don't know how to dance or shit, but at least they're on beat. That was interpretive dance or improv. Because <laughs> it looked like a skit. What? It's a fucking movie. It looked like a skit. Choreography, Chris. Choreography. I could throw big ass words around too. Calligraphy. What's up? <laughs> is, is your name short for Christography? <laughs> is that why you're mad? It changed my name. He <laughs> has a four B Christography. Christography. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Next time we meet somebody named Corey, I'm like, oh, Corey? Meet Christography. Christography? Meet choreography. <laughs> hey there, brother Matt. Hey there. <laughs> I think we'll just end up bursting into dance. Interpretive dance? Yes. <laughs> what if someone did interpretive dance to this episode every word? I want to see that shit. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just Fredo. Drunk off Fredo his ass. Do, Fredo doing this two step, <laughs> and then tripping over his own foot. Dude, I don't know how the fuck he stepped on his knee. <laughs> he like stepped on his knee and his back. I didn't understand that shit. I all I want to know is Fredo. How do you still have pants from nineteen ninety three? I think this dude buys like, I think he's like a forty or some shit. For, he buys like 40, like They make skinny 45. jeans that fucking big, dude. What the fuck? Those aren't skinny jeans. There's no way that's fucking skinny jeans. No, I'm saying they make skinny jeans that big. There should no, be no, 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 no. There I'm should be no he, reason that Fredo has bell bottoms in this day and age. See, that's the thing. I think he buys like size 40 and then length like 45. Mm. He just steps all over them to make his own custom fitted Janko jeans. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> He has some super wide fucking boot cuts, man. <laughs> Those bell bottoms. Oh, my God. 
Who does he think he is? Janis Joplin? Kurt Cobain's unplugged guitar goes for $6 million. Breaking news. <laughs> wow. Dude, I, I, I don't know, man. They're, they're, oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, you see that title right there in the second one? Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me why fucking Goo thought it was a smart idea to try to show me a... Okay, not just a cover for one of my favorite bands growing up as a kid, Rage Against the Machine, but also... Uh, but all no, not that the guy. What the fuck? Which which one are you talking? Hold on, hold on. I'm talking about the artist, not the title. Oh, oh, because I was gonna tell you the Chet Baker one sounds like Caesar. It does. Look it up real quick. Look that shit up and tell me it doesn't sound like Caesar. Wait, what? What is up? Uh, abridged. <laughs> Oh goddamn! There's more episodes. Oh, you, oh. So, Manny's trying to tell me about something that. Oh, okay. Our so, buddy Goo yeah, is uh, drunk ass motherfucker. Notorious for being drunk, yeah. Uh, he so, crashed into a wall that you've seen for 15 years. <laughs> I don't know how. I'm pretty sure he crashed. And you're surprised this. he sent you some shit? No, no, no. Okay, so <laughs> I posted that one video of. Uh, uh, Rage Against Machine when they got banned from the BBC radio. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. They were also doing um, a performance live on BBC radio dot, dot co dot uk at the time. And uh, oh, they got the free website dot co dot uk. No, that's yeah, a, that's a free one. Okay, well, duh, it's a fucking it, it, it's the BBC free. that's government. <laughs> and they still use fucking wicks. <laughs> so they were there, uh, I believe it was 2008, 2009 or so. And they were performing live. Um, and the BBC told them, not, not the people interviewing them, but the execs told them specifically to not play uh, certain songs and also not to uh, state any, you know, pretty much don't sing anything that has profanity it, in it. If you guys know so, the doors and stuff, they basically did what Jim Morrison did uh, singing Light My Fire. Except uh, they actually cursed. Yeah, not just that, but also Rage Against Machine actually has a powerful fucking goddamn, uh, let's say, it, uh, you know, something that actually means something versus the, hey, hey, the hey, fucking hey. doors. Hey, the doors. I'm they high on everything. Well, no he to said, man. He said, baby, we couldn't get much higher and then she'll bulge. Yeah, that's Jim Morrison. I believe it. Yeah. So uh, I'm not knocking Jim Morrison. Jim I Morrison should. was a fantastic artist. I still uh, love that scene from the movie The Doors because uh, <laughs> the guy starts telling, "Get it off, get it off, get I'm, it off this fucking crotch." I'm gonna tell you something <laughs> about uh, about that movie right now. But before I do that, uh, so I posted that on my Facebook, and for those that uh, follow <laughs> me on Instagram, I apologize for not being so active. Uh, literally, as active as I've been on Instagram is me. Uh, uh, constantly talking shit to my buddy. Uh, um, well, I'm not going to go ahead and name him, but he owns a hatchback. Um, Just know that the end of his name starts with Ography. 
I didn't know micography was a thing. Oh, well, there's Christography. <laughs> so I fucking, I've been talking shit, you know, just fucking um, clarifying what's a fucking hatchback, what's a wagon and shit, just being a jackass. Pretty much if you can fit a fucking coffin in it, it's a wagon. If you can fit your groceries and a dog in it, it's a hatchback. Um, but on my Facebook, I had posted that uh, that little snippet of Rage Against Machine playing Killing in the Name. Uh, so from that BBC, yeah, from that BBC uh, fucking thing, and um, Goo thought it was a good idea to hey, you should check out the MGK cover of uh, Killing in the Name. I'm like, um, no. <laughs> Why would I listen to a cover when there's a perfectly good fucking version that exists? And this one fucking literally said, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. With so much goddamn emphasis that I literally thought I was getting yelled at. Dude, that, that but, shit was crazy because everything else is like, and then it gets to that part. It's like, fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. I'm like, why is that so clear? Yeah, overly <laughs> emphasized. But it, it was a good fucking performance. And like you you could tell the whole fucking the whole song. Like he tried his best not to fucking say certain words from the actual song. And you're just like, all right, yeah, you know, just go through it, just go through it, just go through it. Uh-huh. But I, I love that they did that. So I, I told Goo, I was like, fuck you and fuck MGK. He's like, yeah, but it, it you know, it's a, it's a good song. I'm like, yeah, it's a fantastic fucking song, but I'd rather listen to fucking Rage Against the Machine play it than hear some piece of shit rapper and I'm, and I'm, a shitty I'm, pop punk drummer I, fucking play it. I, I'm I'm pretty sure you didn't. Do oh, it, by the way, it would have uh, been perfect if you did. What do you mean? If you would have commented to go fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Ah, uh, <laughs> damn it. Oh fuck! What, if that, Go if back. There, if there was never a missed opportunity, that that yeah, that's a that's a fuck. That's a missed opportunity. But yeah, Go that, back. It, it's fucking Facebook. You'd be like, just I, edit I, it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was like, man, fuck MGK and fuck Travis Barker. I mean, I love Blink One Eight Two and everything, but fuck, dude, Travis Barker has overstayed his fucking role in hip hop. Get the fuck out, guy. I understand hip hop needs live drumming. Is he still trying to do Soldier Boys? Like <laughs> Superman? It was Lil Wayne too, all right. Really? Yeah, you, Lil Wayne had a fucking rock song in his first album that I feel like he plagiarized and stole from Chronic Future. Mm-hmm. And Chronic, Allegedly, Chronic Future is what we. Uh, oh, no, I wouldn't call it a new metal band. It's more of like a pop punk hip hop band. Because uh, it, you can't really call it new metal. There's there's no metal in it. I mean, yeah, there's the occasional but breakdown. Corn is new metal. No, but corn's metal. Yeah, but they became new metal. Like well, I, they, I guess they because be, of all the genres that were been, added up and stuff. What do you mean they've they been became, new metal? No, they became because they, before no before it used to just be metal until we started getting subgenres and shit. No. Yes. Okay. Hmm. The subgenres have existed as long as Okay, we'll argue about this on the venue. <laughs> yeah, that's where that deserves to be. So I got angry. I shit talked. I was like, fuck that. Um, Goo, considering you wore a goddamn fucking uh, pancake at disco. Dude, he still is. Fucking He's a- uh, t-shirt at, to a metal show. 
I'm not gonna your your music credibility is far oh. from anything that I'm no, gonna see, listen to. No, no, you should never listen to his anything about music. He he wore the panic at the disco shirt to a metal show to try to pick up chicks. He bet me fucking money and he didn't pay up. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, I'm gonna get so many girls' numbers and stuff. I'm like Dude, We're he going says that, to a metal show. He says that every time, and he ends up just staying in your goddamn car drinking. Fucking asshole. <laughs> and then now that I'm he has to give him the keys no more. Now that he has his car, he just ends up staying in his car all fucking night drinking. He does. Which is like, why even go? Cool, you have a sad life, bro. In the arms of an If you want to buy this drunk asshole. Two it, Bud Ices will get him to your house. <laughs> if you want to keep this man drunk and you want to keep him good and rye, all you have to do is donate three forty nine a day and you can get this man two Bud Ices at 6 a.m. every day. <laughs> for all you listeners it, it out just, there that are show, willing to do it, go start a GoFundMe for Goo. <laughs> it just shows Goo all drunk, fucking passing out, <laughs> still holding the bottle with a death grip. With his dick out. <laughs> nah, because then it wouldn't be able to air on TV. It's just his hand and his fucking gut and his waist. <laughs> With a death grip. Dude, I think that's how he opens his fucking butt ice bottles. He does a death roll. He grabs it with his mouth, lies down on the ground, starts fucking rolling until it's open. No, that's how you waste beer. Not goo. This motherfucker. I've seen this dude suck a beer from a plant. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he sucked a beer out of a fart. He could have. I think he has. from a fart, man. I think he has that fucking suction power. But yeah, guys. So, Manny, Manny, uh, he he said it's okay for what I said. White people do dance to the same beat. (laughs) Rage Against the Machine. Uh... Did their thing and said, fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. I'm Christography now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So uh, going back to it, uh, you know, uh, going back to that Jim Morrison uh, bio flick uh, with Val Kilmer. Uh, So Val Kilmer was so into... uh, He was so into the method acting of... The fucking Dude, uh, I didn't the movie? like how much he looked like fucking Jim Morrison. Oh, that yeah. shit was fucking weird. He he spent a few months not just not only studying Jim Morrison, but also studying his voice as well as how he uh his movement, everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's a method actor. Yeah, so he dude, it was it's fucking crazy because like the behind the scenes and like the um if you listen to the commentary track on that shit, mm-hmm. he talks about it and like how he kind of got like stuck in the mindset of it. So like even coming Ooh. off of set sometimes, the only person that reminded me of that deep of method acting would be like fucking Jim Carrey when he did Andy Kaufman for the bio oh. flick of, well, Andy Kaufman's bio flick. That where, shit was crazy. Where he was like so deep into the character <laughs> that Jim Carrey of- was stuck speaking not only like Andy Kaufman, but as Andy Kaufman. So when he had oh, met yeah. his daughter, who Andy Kaufman formerly never met, um, it, she felt like she actually had like a true connection. 
and that she it felt as if she was speaking to her father through Jim Carrey. That's how deep into uh, well, yeah, a lot of people had said that's why Jim Carrey went quote unquote crazy and shit because of that. Yeah, he he got really deep into that shit, dude, and uh, it, that, that's why if you look at the movies after that that Jim Carrey did, he it, did uh, what was it? Fuck, um, uh, the one with the penguins. No, in, well, uh, something of a spotless mind. Um, shit, oh, uh, uh, Eternal Sunshine. It, it wasn't Eternal Sunshine the of a spotless where, mind. No, or something like that. Uh, there was Eternal Sunshine where it's um. I don't know how to explain that movie. It's just so fucking weird. Uh, in that movie, it, it was like a whole a, a trip, basically. Yeah, it's a eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Uh, in it, in itself, the movie is kind of like a trip, um, but it's also supposed to be like uh, it's supposed to be like therapy, like what people go through when they go through therapy. And like the the which the I levels that people go through in their mind to get to a certain level where they're finally clear, but in this case, he's not just dealing with um, kind of like so self therapy in a way, yeah, because he's trying to cope with shit and everything. And dude, I I think the it was in the bio flick for Andy Kaufman, and then in um oh fuck, I had the name. Where it's about some dude, mm. um, like it, it's a TV show based around him. What the fuck is that one called? Taxi? No. Oh, no, 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 I'm just kidding. What the fuck? Wait for who? For Jim Carrey. Uh, um, <clears throat> Tom something? No. Oh, you're the think- something show. Uh, oh, you're thinking Truman of the Truman show. show. That one. Uh, Andy Kaufman, Bioflick, and then the fucking, um, I think he had filmed the the Truman show. He had actually filmed a lot of that. You see how all of it progresses to the point to where people say that he ended up making shitty movies and being in shitty movies and he's no longer the Jim Carrey we used to know because it went from him being this crazy dude in well, like that, Ace Ventura and stuff. That's actually shit. that's actually not true because uh, what people are when people say that what they're referring to is he's no longer the comfy image that they had thought of him before. So mm-hmm. he's no longer that funny, goofy, charming guy mm-hmm. that you would see in Ace there, Ventura, there Dumb was and like Dumber. A documentary and shit that he said I, I believe he said that he's contemplated life, you know. Yeah, because he dude, he Okay, when he said that, by that point, that was probably like around 2003 or four. And what you're thinking of um, is, fuck, I forgot the movie. It's it literally it's the movie that's based around the <clears throat> the, the fucking man on the moon, um, the, the Andy Kaufman story. Uh, it, it's a bio flick on a bio flick. It's Jim Carrey talking about what the fuck he went through filming the whole movie as well as what happened after because when he had filmed the Truman show uh that same year it literally like literally from there it had shifted his entire career because people were expecting him to be 
like I said, the comedian that everyone fucking knew, the, uh, the funny, fucking, goofy, charming color, guy, and uh, his stand-up shit. Uh, but I, it all changed, and then he tried to get into serious roles. That's why he got into um, what was it, Room Twenty Three or something like that, or Twenty Three? Yeah, Room Twenty Three, uh, Room Twenty Three, Eternal uh, Sunshine for a Spotless Mind. Um, Fuck. After that, it was really nothing for a while, and then he did um, uh, Mr. Pedigree's Penguin or some shit like that, or something Penguin, uh. whatever the fuck it's called, and that's when people are like, oh, he, he he's a fucking sellout, he's doing shitty movies now, and then... Uh, I don't know. It just became all weird because he he and he also did fucking um, Bruce Almighty. Oh yeah, uh, fucking Bruce Almighty too, which was a big fucking hit for him. Um, but fuck, that's because uh, oh, it was also, a comedy. Though. Also, liar, liar too. Well, I mean, dude, you you can't knock his drama movies. They were really fucking. Well, Eternal good. Sunshine. I fucking loved Eternal Sunshine. It was just fucking. It was a trip. Oh yeah, dude, you gotta be really high watching that shit. But um, oh fuck that, I did that shit sober. Hold on, mm-hmm. you, you ever seen uh, Liar Liar? Yeah. Uh, remember the scene where in the the fucking, uh, I think it was like the ambulance and firefighter scene. Yeah. He was a cameo in that scene. Yeah, he was a cameo within his own shit, dude. He was fucking he fire was, marshal Bill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, fuck man. <clears throat> so shout out to anybody that ever caught that. You know, you you a real one. You you actually uh, appreciate the Wayne's brothers. <laughs> but honestly, dude, the the Wayne's brothers, not just the Wayne's brothers themselves, but also the writers from movies like um Hot Shots Park Do uh mm. Deuce, uh fucking Hot Shots One and a bunch of a bunch of those other uh pretty much mashup goofy fucking uh uh parodies and shit. Uh they're they're literally the godfathers for what parody movies were in the two thousands. Without them, there really wouldn't be that, you know, those types of movies. But the one big one uh, by Keenan Ivory Waynes um, was, uh, fuck, fucking high as fuck right now. Uh, (laughs) It's actually a mixture of high as fuck and kind of hungover and just really fucking out of it. But uh, fucking uh, don't be a menace in South Central while sipping juice. Uh, Mm. When I can't fuck remember the rest of it for the life of me, but the that movie in itself not only was it a fantastic fucking parody uh, of movies of that time, but it was also trying to deliver messages that you wouldn't have caught in the other fucking movies because you're watching them as movies instead of you know watching them as something that you could learn from. Which is like what a lot of the Spike Lee movies were from the eighties and nineties. How old is fucking Spike Lee, dude? Dude, Spike Lee, uh, I think he's older than my dad. Goddamn. Yeah, dude, dude's old, but fuck, man, he's still delivering to this day. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. But uh, that, it, we we gotta give a lot of fucking praise to uh, dude, a, a lot of uh, comedians from the eighties. Because oh, hell yeah, dude! With, without their writing, Bill Hader, fucking Sam Kinison, so so many. Yeah, Bill Hader, shut up! I gotta, fucking I, Sam Kinison, fuck Sam Kinison. Sam Kinison was fucking funny. Sam Kinison was a fantastic. Bobcat Goldway. 
Bobcat Goldway is a funny motherfucker, but Sam Kinison was an old, racist, degenerate, misogynistic fuck. I know, he was 30-something. He Uh, died at 38. Yeah, he died at 38 by a drunk driver. Yeah. He he got hit. Dude, holy fuck. I thought that dude was fucking 50. Nah, rest in peace, Sam Kinison. Dude, Sam Sam Kinison was like fucking Ralphie May in his fucking prime, dude. Uh, yeah, but I, I thought Sam Kinison was old as fuck. Nah, it's yeah. just I was it, like what thirty eight. Yeah, dude, fucking. I think it was just the lifestyle he had, as well as just the eighties well, yeah. in general. Uh, uh, a lot of uh, comedians died fucking early. Fucking Chris Farley. Fucking um, dude, uh, Andy Kaufman. A lot of them died fucking early. Well, I mean, fuck, dude. Everyone, every, everyone, just like they had told, um, they had told fucking uh, Jim, not Jim, John, right? John Belushi. Oh yeah, John Belushi. He, just he like that. Too. Just like they had told John Belushi when he was real on one. They're like, hey, dude, you need to fucking calm down. You need to fucking chill the fuck out because like the way you're rolling, you ain't gonna make it, dude. And. When they had told Chris Farley, they were like, dude, you, you the way a that you're living them, right now, you're going down the same way that your heroes did. John Belushi, fucking John Candy. Dude, like a lot of dude, it, it's all it was all because of the fucking drugs and shit. It's all drug overdoses. Most most of uh, 80s comedians died from drug overdoses. And I think because in that time there was a plethora of fucking cocaine and shit. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. And, and like the worst thing was in, uh, in, in when you're in the scene and you're really big and like you have a lot of fucking power, whoever, whoever you have hired under you is going to get you whatever you want. Or if, but or if you have, too, or if you have movie execs that uh, that are trying to get you into a movie, and they know how to coax you, they're gonna be like, "Hey, dude, we'll get you whatever amount of coke you want. We'll get you whatever amount of liquor you need in your fucking green room. Well, we it, got you, dude." It's not just that, dude. It's just it, it, in the sense of being a fucking comedian, they need something to keep them fucking going because they're constantly having well, to write. They have. It, like it, let's let's say it's, not, it's they're doing stand up and see, shit. That that's okay. I I understand that, but not when you know people are trying to clean up, and that they've been going to rehab and everything. But when you get fucking a role for a movie and the music execs trying to keep you in that fucking position to want to keep coming, they're gonna be like, hey, dude, like I understand you don't like this role and everything, but what if you give you this? To make up for it, like, what if we give you a little bit of extra this, you know, on the side, and that that little this can well, yeah, be anything. It, it can be anything from fucking drugs to some booty, and you know, for the the Jeffrey, uh, well, I'm sorry, the the Harvey Weinstein people, a little underage booty, and the Jeffrey Epstein people, a little underage booty. That's for them though. Fuck those fools. Fuck Trump. Um, <laughs> fuck the Clintons too. Um, but yeah, dude, it, it's it's fucking crazy. Uh, it that that's why method acting's as crazy as it is, as it is. Because I was gonna bring up Heath Ledger, yeah, he and led, the dude all it, twins. because he was so deep into that fucking that met that fucking that thought 
and that thought kept him in a certain mood and it just kept him in darkness and pretty much caused him his inevitable end from trying to just coax with life by fucking, you know, uh, lighting a silver spoon up a little bit or fucking uh, doing a little bit too much fentanyl or some shit. Uh, pills, dude. Right now, the, right now, the big thing is fentanyl pills. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the shit. What's that's, fucking, the, that's the hardest shit to be cutting right now. And what's crazy is like people that would want to buy Xanax end up with fentanyl pills. Yeah. It, which, and these which people end up taking the, like, the same amount of Xanax that they would normally take, and they take all the same amount of fucking fentanyl pills, and they end See, up dying. This, this is and a shit that is weird to me. Drug dealers, knowing what the fuck fentanyl does... Dude, it, they, you, it, yeah, it, it's cheaper to be cutting it with fentanyl, but they're losing fucking clients. You literally dropping. But the thing is, like, dude, it, it's not on the drug dealer. It's on the people because the drug dealer is just a fucking salesman. You can easily tell a salesman no. And you can tell there's weak minded people. And it's easy to, to point out and weed out weak minded people if they have anything that was bought from as seen on TV. Those are weak-minded individuals. Those people don't no. wear a mask. Get the fuck out of here. No. What'd you buy off TV? Shut up. What'd you buy Shut off up. TV? Why'd you buy Shut off up. TV? I'm Christography. <laughs> <laughs> I am not in the same list. <laughs> well, you don't even do drugs, so you're fine. Not anymore, luckily. Fucking edgy teenager. I was a huge ass pill popper. What are you talking about? Norco's, Oxycontins. Because you're an edgy teenager. Nah, dude, I just needed the pain to go away. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Mister. I fucking fucked up my hip at age twelve. Hey, eleven. Fuck. You had a fucking <laughs> uh, an injury that only a sixty-five year old would get. The fucking doctor saw that injury. He's like, "Holy shit, dude! You're Damn. supposed to be like fucking sixty-four years older to get this shit." Oh, sorry. 55, 54 years old. What the fuck were you doing? Damn, you're only 38. I'm 11. <laughs> you're only 38. Hey, bro, you're not supposed to get this for like another like 47 years. <laughs> what do you mean 47? I'm sorry, 27. I'm high right now. <laughs> you want some pills? Okay. But dude, fucking, I was popping everything I could get my hands on, dude. I I was doing like fucking twenty fucking excedrins and shit, thinking it would do the same shit. Why? Cause I ran out of Norcos. <laughs> <laughs> I had no gag reflex then. So you just shove wieners down your mouth? Why did you go be like a competitive eater when you had no gag reflex? What the fuck's wrong with you? Because I was also going through bulimia. <laughs> yeah, you could have thrown it up after. Not during while you're doing the competition. Yeah, you would thing. have to wait after. Yeah, that, that'd be hard for me. Because I'll be like, hot dog, hot we're, dog, we're, hot dog, hot dog, hot dog. I mean, it's no going to be... Looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four fucking hot dogs and shooting. <laughs> That'd be kind of fucking funny. Half an hour later, you collected the check and the fucking prize, and then you throw up in a little corner, and it was just a pile of hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Some confused bum's gonna walk up, and be like, "Holy hell, what the fuck is it?" Oh man, they didn't wait. The buns are right on this, right next to this pile. 
Oh my god! Fucking throw up full buns too. <laughs> oh no! Uh, fuck! What movie was it? Where they're dog goblin? Uh, was it Beer Fest? I don't know. <sighs> Where the fucking uh, fuck's his name? Um, shit! Trash pop? No. Trash dump? No. The dump? No. That that is Beer Fest. Yeah, I know. But what the fuck was his name? Uh, we're gonna call him Farva. So fucking Farva's doing the competitive hot dog. Wait, eating. that was Farva. Yeah, it was Farva. Oh, what the fuck? You can't tell. He's he's gone so far. <laughs> what do you mean? No, uh, fucking. If you want to see Farva and the dude that plays Mac from Super Troopers right now, uh, go check out their show, Chicago PD. Or is it Chicago PD or Fire PD? Reno nine one one. Either way, it's on True TV. It's fucking funny as shit. But yeah, dude, I, I would have been leaving fucking piles of hot dogs everywhere. Hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, yeah, it, it's a big fucking problem, dude. And yeah, it, it, it was mostly because of my mindset. Because I, I noticed shit that might not be true. Like either people with weird names or gone through traumatic shit in their life are the ones that become famous. Christography. Check out my name, bros. <laughs> I'm gonna be famous. <laughs> but yeah, it, like I, I had th- that whole mindset, but I also had a like, I had like body dysmorphia problems. I was like, oh, I'm too fat, weighing fucking like 95 pounds and shit. And then Damn. I beefed up. <laughs> See, deadass, I'm be honest with you, Chris. You're the first person that I've actually like the first man that I've actually heard talk about uh body dysmorphia. Like really? really like honestly that that's one of those things you normally hear that you know a lot of girls as, as wi- not, I'm, I'm not gonna say girls i'm gonna say um, women as they got older they admitted to their issues when they were girls or teenagers and they admitted to having body dysmorphia as well as uh you know just eating disorders and everything because those two are connected well yeah. where, where your mind perceives one thing your body you're gonna do something with your body to to you know effect, to make your effect yeah uh, but it's kind of interesting that you actually have the balls to talk about that because a lot of dudes that I know uh, normally wouldn't talk about that shit. They would, you know, a lot of them are afraid to talk about their goddamn emotions, which is why I, I attribute to those who are still being single. Right up. <laughs> <laughs> he has an eating do- disorder, just not the same as I did. Uh, yeah, motherfucker, put down the truck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. dude, I've, I, I understand. Like, I, I, I saw myself when I was a fat teenager, and I was like, "Fuck, I ate a lot. I shouldn't have done this." But at the same time, instead of uh, oh yeah, dude, I me that's wagon. me just recovering was fucking hard because it it, it sucked because I I went through the whole bulimia phase. I don't want to call it a phase. But the, but the opposite of bulimia is bulimic, right? Where you don't no. eat. Uh, bulimia is throwing up, and anorexia is just not eating. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, so I just made the singular instead yeah. of saying pluralized. 
Yeah, I was bulimic. Yeah, but no, what well, I had was bulimia. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you know, bulimia is the act of bulimic is the person. Disorder. Bulimia is the, the act of okay, well, you're you're performing in bul- bulimia, versus you were bulimia a bulimic. is a disorder. Bulimic is a person doing the act. No, bulimic is the person with a disorder. Yeah. I got confused, but yes. I'm like, we're not going to get into the eek and the fucking isms. Bulimianism. (laughs) The bulimiography. The the belief of Christography (laughs) fucking performing in bulimia. (laughs) Say that five times fast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, dude. Go ahead. Say that (laughs) shit. You're not going to want to eat either. (laughs) Yeah, I'm probably just going to mix it into that Coke I have. Okay. Down it. Do you want to mix it in your Coke? I think I've heard a lot. (laughs) Just give me a shant. A shant. You want a Buddha Ranger or the other one? Uh, I'll take the Luganita because fuck, dude, that that shit's gonna put my ass down. <laughs> yeah, you can go to sleep when you go home. No kids. <laughs> <laughs> fuck! I just realized how hard this one's to open, though. Your kids, dad, 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 hey, dad, dad, dad. <laughs> Daddy's gonna go look at stuff on the internet. Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but yeah, but it's fucking weird that you're saying that you you have other friends that gone through it, but they don't talk about it. Well, he, I mean, I understand. They feel like they're gonna fucking you know be, they they feel like they're gonna be discouraged of shit. And I'm just like, look, dude, you're a fucking adult. Like, you need to learn how to fucking communicate, and you need to understand that people that try to believe, try to belittle you for any type of bullshit that you went through as a teenager, as a young person. There should be no reason for them to uh, try to scorn you or make fun of you just because you went through some shit. Like, the oh, fuck dude. kind of person is that, dude? Like, those mother- like motherfuckers like that, like, like, yeah, dude, go ahead. Point your fucking privilege out to everybody and show that you had a good fucking childhood growing up. That's fantastic. Not everybody had that fucking fortunate ability to fucking oh, have yeah, either both parents there or fucking one parent that's fucking amazing that took the role of both. Or fucking, you know, it. Not everybody has that great fucking mindset, and it's usually from their environment or it's oh, just dude. a self-image. I, I can, but the thing is, is right like now. the the thing is, is like for people to go out of their fucking way to be like, oh, you're a fucking stupid motherfucker to think that you, you know, it for you to go through shit like that, like you know, you think that's a big issue. You're fucking get they, out of here. You just want attention, pe- fool. People like that, I've noticed. One, they think it's a fucking choice. Yeah. The other thing is that, you know, damn well, they may be talking all this shit, but they have problems at their home as well. Yep. Yep. And, you know, it. I know people that have fucking been molested and shit. Jesus. And, you know, a lot of them were the fucking bullies, too. And it's like, dude, the fuck? Well. That's a whole another fucking can of worms, goddamn. Okay, I was molested. By Karen? Every night. Oh, fuck. 
when you're asleep and awake. <laughs> Fuck. You know, it feels sorry. it feels good during, you know, but like I I climax and then I'm like, get off. And she's like, no. And then I'm like, it tickles. <laughs> How do you explain to your girlfriend that it fucking tickles when she's sucking your dick? <laughs> or your wife? Like, how the fuck do you tell them that? Stop sucking my dick after you're done because that shit tickles, bitch. Uh, I, I just shoot a lot, dude. <laughs> There's no way she's going to be able to keep going if she's drowning. <laughs> The shit that sucks, though, is every time I, I hear the gag like that, I get hard again. <laughs> it's round five. Oh, God. I'm so raw. It's time for the fucking. Oh, no. Yeah, it's round five. It's time for the tiebreaker. <laughs> All right, babe. It's going to be one out of three. <laughs> oh, come on. Get that reference. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I thought I said two out of three. <laughs> One out of five, but I fucking lost already. <laughs> That's what you play with yourself, dude. As we go by, we remember. <laughs> Fuck, dude. All right. So real quick, you know, I'm just going to say this. Like I said, every episode, fuck the police, dude. Um, uh, if you own a hatchback, you think it's wagon, go fuck yourself, too. Um, uh, if you own an SUV and you think that's a wagon, get the fuck out of here. I if have, you have a, a mini, wagon. If you have a minivan and you think that's a wagon, fuck out of here. Pretty close, though. <laughs> if, you, if you own a stagecoach, you got a wagon there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like to be drawn by a horse? <laughs> That's real horsepower. <laughs> Let me check under your hood. It looks like you got one horsepower, bro. <laughs> looks kind of pissed. Yeah, he wouldn't be so fucking mad if you would stop grabbing his nuts. Oh, I thought that was how you uh, start him. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of making a fucking car sound. Trying to start, dude. <laughs> I hate that the muffler's right in front of your face. <laughs> Sometimes I admit some shit. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta watch out for the splatter. You you gotta lick your fingers and check your exhaust, make sure you're being economically safe. <laughs> you ever check your oils? <sighs> Sometimes they check me, bro. <laughs> What's that other shit called when you're pulled by a human? <laughs> a wagon? No, there's there's a name for it. What do you mean? A carriage? That that shit that they do in New York. A buggy? No, no, it's like literally pulled by a person. Oh, a uh, rickshaw. Yeah, I need one of those. I'm, the- I'm gonna call up an Uber see if that pulls up. <laughs> no, that only works like in India. Oh damn. And then even they got the Uber light on their forehead. 
<laughs> Fuck. Are you my Uber? No, it's Lyft. <laughs> I lift you and take you. It makes it makes me remember how um, Postmates used to be. Like literally, just people on skateboards and bikes and shit. Oh yeah, Postmates used to just be like street bikes. Yeah. Yeah. It was supposed to be like the ecological version of fucking uh, DoorDash and like fucking Uber Eats. Yeah. And then they're like, fuck it. Here, use your car. <laughs> we understand there's snow. Or in uh, California's case, there's a mild chance of rain. It, it literally goes, there you go. <laughs> Sup, bitch. <laughs> oh, damn. It's raining so hard. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Why do we live like this? People in New York just. So this is fucking. If we're talking how people are driving real quick, I just want to bring this up. Um, anybody that that classified them at, at themselves as an essential worker, or if you're classified as an essential worker through the government, your local government, whatever the fuck. Um, the reason why you guys didn't see as many accidents as you did during your uh, frequent travels to work. Uh, is because I feel like you're the assholes that once everybody's on the road, you're the ones causing the accidents. Dude. Imagine all those people that fucking just crashing into each other. It's because you guys don't know how to slow down. Grab the wall. Use the like brake. Don't text while you're driving. Use your headset or your AirPods. The fuck off your phone. Listen, get the people. fuck off your phone. Yeah, so don't. If you're driving right now, get the fuck off your phone. You should have pressed play a long ass time ago. Stop trying to change this shit. Nah, but yeah, dude, fuck. You know, you know what I woke up to today? Was it Rob? No, my, <laughs> fucking, my fucking neighbor is working on that goddamn house for like the seventh day in a fucking row. I'm like, it's a tiny fucking room. What the fuck are you guys doing? Other shit other than fixing the room. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. I'm like, fuck off, guy. I'm trying to, trying that, to fucking that, that's sleep. How, dude, that's how projects go. You're like, all right, you know what? I no, got to build a shelf today. Dude, the Let's shit that, tear down this wall. No, no, no. The extend shit, the fucking kitchen. <laughs> the shit that makes me mad and irritable, they'll start like at 630 they work from like 6.30 until like 7. And then they fuck off wherever the fuck they go. And then they come back like at fucking 8. And then they fucking do their fucking thing for like another two hours. And then they fuck off. And then they come back randomly. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like a fucking... They're never going to get shit done like that. Oh, I know. Like someone needs to hire a fucking Mexican over there, dude. They, they should hire me. I already know what's up to code. See see what happens when you're whitewashed and you're fucking whitewashed into a fucking white supremacist fucking police union? You get shit like my neighbor. <laughs> I laugh because I feel sorry for you. Yeah, that motherfucker bitched and complained about my fucking music for years and my fucking parties. But guess what he does all the fucking time? At night. Yeah, has fucking parties like a motherfucker. Has, Doesn't he know the has noise ordinance? This, this bitch-ass motherfucker had hella people over during the whole fucking pandemic and the whole fucking lockdown. 
Why did he do it? Because he feels like he's above the fucking law. That's when you should have played your music loud. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, then I have my sister yelling at me. You shut the fuck up. The baby's trying to sleep. I feel it. Be like, hey, that baby needs to know where, where we come from, man. <laughs> that baby needs to know what we're up against, homie. He know he need to know the fight, the struggle. He's getting his first words. Fuck the police. Fuck the oppressors. <laughs> Is it a he or a she? It's a he. Oh, okay. Dude, your sister had this kid for like 14 years. I'm barely finding out. <laughs> <laughs> barely like two months. Seriously? Hey, barely like two months. Jeez. He was born in April. April 1st. What What year are we in? <laughs> 2020. That's how long this shit's been lasting. Uh, it's too much, dude. We need to go to shows already. Fuck. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I know there was another fucking topic, but... I don't know, guys. I don't know. There's too much shit to talk about, but we're not on the right platform because we're we're going into fucking weird shit for a comedy podcast. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. I already told you a long time ago. I'm like, you keep trying to make it what it is, but it's not what it is. But it is. It is what it is. <laughs> I purposely said that confusing statement to piss people off. But no, on the serious though, um. We are a comedy-based podcast. We try to make shit funny, but lately reality has set in, and we need to. Well, I need to make a comment on society. As a former hardcore kid, now just uh, standing idly by because uh, there's no shows. There's no shows right now. Um, a lot of the music. I've that never I, seen you wear a suit, man. It's weird that you wear a suit right now. A suit. It, it's a joke. Shut up. <laughs> I'm like I wear all black. Tuxedo. Sorry, my bad. Oh, I didn't know you were going to go to a red carpet. <laughs> my biggest take from music has always been vocals that have not only been uplifting uh, to inspire people, but also music that has want to constantly change people's minds. And Oh, yeah. Music to, has had a big influence on me, dude. To bring, uh, you know, some type of uh, other ideology into the mix or some type of other idea for people to actually be like, you know what, dude? Fucking. Uh, I didn't really believe in stuff like that, nor would I or participate in something like this. But honestly, I'm, I'm kind of getting it. I, I'm kind of grasping what what they mean and what they're trying to represent. And for a lot of bands that have been like that are usually bands for me that have stuck around in my music library or my fucking, you know, just as, in my playlist in general. Uh, and that's not just big bands like fucking Rage Against the Machine or System of Down. I, I, it's, I have a lot of System It's always band. been local bands. It's always See. been bands that have su- have always had something to say and uh, it's always been something about social issues or if not something bigger than that. And I fucking love music like that. That's why I always love fucking Without a Fight, uh, which transitioned into Why We Fight. And w- now a few of the members are uh, in uh, B- Barrio Slam. And all those three bands have always had some... And mind you, Without a Fight, yeah, they're they're... 
the early stuff, you know, it was kind of goofy when we were kids and everything, fucking my Nikes and everything. But then but once they changed your name. No, it wasn't even when they changed your name. It was within still being that band. It was it, for that. For so it was not a just thing them. where it just clicked then. Yeah, because I don't think it was just for them. I think it was for for the right, the, you know, the songwriter uh, for the band themselves. They, he did a big part of trying to speak on social issues at the time, as well as just stuff that should be spoken about in music and brought up because at the end of the day dude like if you're trying to go somewhere and trying to com- find a comfortable fucking space you're not really doing yourself any justice especially when it comes to music if you're if you're seeking music to stay in a safe spot or in a safe space you're wasting your fucking time because oh, at that point uh, dude, you're music literally is supposed to be a fucking outlet what the hell it's not supposed to be just an outlet you know it, it's 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 a way for you to to get a hold of things that normally wouldn't be talked about in the mainstream or wouldn't be talked about on TV or on the radio and everything. Uh, well, that's especially the shit. The things that are supposed to be talked about where it, it's something. Uh, how, how would how would you word this? Well, where it's not socially acceptable. Well, it's well, never going to be put on the fucking hold, radio. Hold on, hold on. What, what, what I was getting to was. When it's not music that's popular music, that's music that's made for the radio, there's always some type of vocalize. You know, it's it's always vocalized to the point where you can understand why it it didn't make it to the airwaves, so to speak, well, and why yeah. it, it got pushed aside. And growing up, one of those bands was uh, because Rage Against Machine had already pushed so hard during the early 90s that by the late 90s by the time we were 10 uh the music itself was played on the radio constantly because uh the you know the record execs knew that it was edgy enough to be on the radio but also safe enough to not get taken off because by that oh, point yeah, that's the, stand- they started doing the standards as well the standards had shifted so hard and yeah radio edits became more common and so we mu- should really save this. Goddamn. We can talk about it later on the venue. Um, but music like uh, from the 2000s, like Chronic Future, uh, their main thing, because I, I believe one of the uh, uh, one of the guitar players or if not the guitar player, the bassist was a war vet. A few of their songs and I, I believe also a singer. Uh, he was a war vet, so a few of the songs were written pretty much to speak against not only being forced to go to war, but also against, at that time, the Iraq War, which would, uh, the Iraq-Iran War, and as well as the Afghanistan conflict. Um, it, it pretty much pushed the boundaries of what could be said on the radio. Yeah, because literally for them, that was the only fucking song that made it to the fucking radio. It was Chronic Future time and time again. That song was the only one that ever made it to fucking uh, national airwaves. Their other stuff might have landed on like local stuff on their local radio stations in Arizona. I kind of want to get into that on the venue. I was going to ask a question, but go on. And, you know, their local stuff played them, you know, in Arizona and everything. But for national airwaves, 
as far as like K-Rock and all the other big uh, rock stations in the, in the country, you know, they barely touch the songs. They would play it when they would play it. They would play them late. And, you know, that just goes to show what that type of music was trying to push and the idea they're trying to push. And because, you know, if, if you're a lot of a lot of your funding comes from places that support military, they don't want to hear a fucking song like that on the radio. That speaks against not only the military, but also joining the military. And, you know, if you want to be a conscientious objector, that's all on you. That's your legal right as a fucking United States citizen. And you have the Constitution. Yeah, you have the Constitution behind your back to, you know, tell not just tell the government, go fuck yourself. I don't want to fucking fight in your census war, which is. Dumb. That's why there was that whole thing too in the Look, what was it that, the seventies? That's what fucking that's papers? what fucking Trump did. That's what Trump was a con, not a conscientious conscientious objector. He was a draft dodger. Trump used the Constitution to back him because he stated that he had so called medical issues that wouldn't allow him to form, perform at oh, most quality in that's combat. The, that's the shit though. He should have taken. Uh, he should have been taken to. Uh, federal prison because it's apparently illegal to dodge the draft. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. And for him to do that, it's like, what the fuck? But it's because he was wealthy. He was a wealthy New York elite. See, and that fucking sucks. Like, me, with my condition. But see, Trump... Technically, I because I have a screw in my hip and shit. Yeah, means you can't get, I, fuck, I, you can't get drafted no, and you I, voluntarily I, can't go into combat. Voluntarily, I can't, but I can still be drafted. Oh, that's if worse comes worse, yeah. Yeah, I would still get drafted. But as my a, brother, my older brother, mm. would not get drafted because he's the firstborn. Which is weird because I'm the one with the fucking kids. You're like that bitch has like don't have kids. Uh, at least you I'm know what? Home. He's gonna be a good godfather. Never mind. Take him. <laughs> no, but yeah, dude, fuck. A lot of shit can't be said on the radio, and it fucking sucks because there's a lot of good songs out there that uh, they're very vocal on that's shit. What, that's why I'm surprised. Like System of a Down did really fucking popular, like really fucking well. Oh yeah, during the mid 2000s, for a lot of shit that they were saying, I think it's because of how they worded things that the everyday person listening to shit wouldn't get it. Which is why I kind of understand why the all these conservative oh, people dude, coming to, out to be talking honest, against. I don't think they fucking got it. No, because like I, all, I, I've seen uh, what, sort of a documentary. Well, hold shit. on, hold on. What what's the term? What what does the term conservative mean? Uh, I'm not that sure, but apparently I'm a conservative. Conser- to Karen. A, a conservative is someone with uh, a very not a closed mind. So to speak, but what it means is that you you have very not very taste in things, or do you want to see them change a lot? You want to see things being consistent. So am I conservative then? Probably. Uh, so a, a lot of conservative people have I, come out and talked uh, against uh, Rage Against the Machine and uh, System System of Down, and. Uh, they, Tom Morello came out and said, I don't know what fucking band you were listening to, but uh, I don't know, or not just that, or like, I don't know who you're listening to or what 
or if you were listening to us, I don't know what rate, what machine we were raging against, you know, uh, machine we were raging against, but it definitely wasn't rage against the, the dishwasher. But and then uh, <laughs> dude t- tried tweeting back and he was like, well, you know, like I, I want my bands without politics. The fuck? Okay, so same thing with uh, everything. Same thing with Surge. Uh, Surge came out. He started blasting people on his fucking uh, on his Facebook, talking that we're trying to talk shit and be like, I can't believe I was a fan of you guys for so long, and that you guys would outright talk bad against our government and everything. Dude, that was since fucking first album. Yeah, literally, dude. When they were playing whiskey and shit, Eagle Brain. Fucking um, spiders. Come on. What the fuck? Dude. They're lir- literally, they, I think they're the ones that came up with that whole genre of the political metal. Mm, yeah. I mean, no, no. Uh, Zach De La Rocha's, uh, fuck, what's his first band? Well, called? I say they came up with political metal because every song that System had was shit talking government. True. Uh, looking at prison song. Uh, fucking uh, jet pilot X. Stuff from uh, the Toxicity album. Uh, from their uh, self name album. But, album. But see how I mentioned earlier about radio music versus music that they write. Oh yeah, that's why System so, has never been on the fucking radio. So that that you can see certain songs where they write. Uh, I mean, where Serge gets to his most lyrical can be seen as just regular songs oh, because yeah. of even if when you Serge just came out by himself. If you just listen and you don't hear it, and if you know what I mean by that, then you're a fucking musician or you're a music fan because just listening, you know, anybody can listen to a fucking song. Wait, but that, for you to hear that song and to interpret what it means is it, a whole nother level it's, of understanding. It's that, it's that whole shit. I know you hear me, but you're not listening. Exactly. Which is basically saying, hey, you can hear the words coming out of my mouth, but you're not understanding. Yeah. It, it, it just sucks that I, I'd rather save this shit for the venue, honestly. We're going to do an episode of the venue right now. <laughs> All right, guys, if you guys want to listen to anything else like this, make sure to check us out on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and all that shit uh, on most streaming platforms. Uh, Just uh, type up Double the Trouble Network or Double the Trouble, and you'll find all our shit. If you want to follow us on our Instagram, you can follow us at Double the Trouble Network. If you want to follow our other stuff, uh, on Instagram, you can follow us at the Venue Pod, at the Graveyard Shift Show, at Fredo's Rants, and if you want to follow me and Manny, our personal pages, you can follow us at Chris the Podman and at Manny is Baking. Make sure to follow us on Facebook at Double the Trouble Network, and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're going to be doing live streams every Friday. It's going to be tough, but we're going to be doing it. And uh, make sure to tune in, guys. Uh, we want to see you comment and. Uh, just interact with us. We love fucking audience participation. So go for it. Don't be afraid to ask us questions. Manny, I don't know how he is about it, but you can ask me fucking anything and I'll be truthful about it because I have nothing to fucking hide. Wait, what? 
Oh, it's me, uh, how I, I live my life and shit, how I do. I'll be completely honest with people. Oh, if you want to see an inside of my life and uh, the inside of my thinking, Instagram. Uh, go follow me on my Facebook, uh, Manuel Mendoza, and you'll be in for a fucking treat from everything from memes, dumb shit to. For uh, the next two weeks, though, he's going to be shit talking about uh, fucking hatchback and wagons. <laughs> no, that's on Instagram. Oh, that's on Instagram. Yeah, it's on Instagram. Okay, never mind. Yeah. And that, that's where that fight stays. And it's not even a fight, it's just me being a dick. And it, it's it's not that I disagree because I understand what the fuck a brochure is. If the fucking car manufacturer says it's a wagon, it's, it's a wagon, I guess. I, I fucking hate that so much. It's not a brochure. It's a fucking owner's manual. No, no, no. It's a it's a owner's manual. It says it's a fucking sport cross, which literally is indicating the beginning of the fucking crossover. Before there was a term for the fucking crossover, the CUV. Which is what a lot Isn't of people buy over? nowadays. Hold on. What a lot of people buy nowadays is technically a fucking lifted hatchback. It's a wagon. <laughs> oh, that's an SUV. That's a lifted SUV. But yeah, guys, follow me on Instagram and Facebook. You can follow me at Manny's Baking, like I said, or at Manuel Mendoza on Facebook. Uh, but yeah, guys, fuck. Uh, Make sure to like, subscribe, and all that shit. Make sure to rate and review, download our episodes. So if you guys want to listen to us offline, you don't have internet or any, uh, like, what is that? Cellular data? Yeah, fucking Metro PCS, T-Mobile, and uh, Sprint decides to take shit again. Fucking, uh, you can still listen to us. Yeah, dude. And what's uh, You know that day that that shit happened? My phone worked fine. Mine did, too. Yeah, so I don't, I don't understand. I, I didn't... Maybe, I, maybe. I had to switch my shit out, to maybe. be honest, because I was running my old-ass fucking five-year modem on 400 megabytes when it's not compatible. <laughs> and it ran for only so long. The no, shit no, no, that no, I didn't no, like, not, not, not phone, cell phone. That's why. Okay, you're talking about internet. Yeah, the, when that took a shit. I'm, I'm saying... I'm not, no, 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 no. no. You're, you're not getting what I mean. T-Mobile, Metro PCS... And fucking Sprint were all down last week. Do you know why? Yeah, DDoS attacks. No, not just that. Because during that week, they were also going through a merger. Because now it's T-Mobile that owns Metro. And it owns Sprint. It's like that whole shit with the lottery. Oh, yeah. They they flipped the switch and they're like, hold on, it's going to take a little bit. They literally I got shit post. What the fuck going on here? Literally, T-Mobile has a whole AOL fucking sound. <laughs> <laughs> and then for some reason, it just goes. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. But yeah, guys, welcome to AOL. You've got mail. Uh, it's just fucking spam. If you guys want to me- uh, message me personally on anything, you can message me at chris.p569 at AOL.com. Oh, yeah. Be <laughs> on the lookout for uh, a Richard's supposed new podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got a name for it already, but I can't, I, I can't say it until I actually make the fucking podcast thing. What is it? I can't say it. What is it? I don't...
<laughs> the depths. <laughs> Dude, if it were if it were that, I just put like two pictures of Johnny Depp. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck! But you gotta look. I'll show you the messages after. But uh, yeah, there's gonna be a new podcast coming out. Uh, we're gonna go. It's gonna take up more space than Manny's baking. <sighs> Dude, we need your people to come through. We, yeah, tell Alex to stop being a bitch. All right, I'll, I'll I'll talk I'll talk to Alex, but you got to get more people. They're not going fucking Granger or anything right now. So yeah, what the are. fuck? Uh, oh, um, fuck! Starting July, uh, more events are going to be more frequent. Uh, All right, Manny, just let me know. Take the Zoom. I'll show you how to work that shit. Uh, because I know there's going to be days that I can't fucking go. Where, where's the second trompitas check? I need to fix my wagon. Oh, don't tell me you're going to fucking hit, hit those turns, man. No, I'm just gonna throw a supercharger on it. You, get, uh, I already know it. You're fucking crashing the bitch. Don't take the Volvo. Take the focus. Take the focus. That's what I'm saying. I'm put a fucking supercharger on the bitch. No, 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 no. Wait, I'm supposed to buy that bitch. What the <laughs> fuck? All right, guys. Till next time. Peace. <laughs>